Every video starts with me climbing into the set. <laughs> all right, am I am I hot? Am uh, I we're hot? all both hot. Hot, hot. hot mic, hot mic. Hey, hot I got mic. an idea, Dan. What you got? Oh. Okay, we got we got time out. Three, two, one. Okay, that's nailed. Perfect. We will figure out that later. Okay, so the second step of the process is what do you do with the clap? So we're going to have to line up the clap. We're going to cut the clap out. So we're going to start in the pod now. Pod, hello, welcome. This is a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. This is Zach Whittington, and we're stopping or by. Sean Payton, maybe Kevin James. I can't really tell. I really can't tell. Or CJ Spiller. Or CJ Spiller. I don't know. Number Tell me how many people you know with a <laughs> CJ Spiller Saints jersey. Not a lot. So here's the thing. This is a great way to start the upstate. Update. And because uh, he's local. Played, played. He's a Clemson boy. He's from really from Clearwater, Florida. Check me on that. Dan, I don't know if you have time to look up C.J. Spiller's hometown while we I, can while I ran for a second. But anyways, he's a was he a first-round pick? Was C.J. Spiller a first-round pick to the Bills way back when? I feel like he was. I don't know. Uh, give me a C.J. Spiller biography. But anyways, it would be common for you to have a C.J. Spiller Bills jersey at the time. He had a couple. I think he had two 1,000-yard seasons right there back-to-back for the Bills. But uh, really... He signed with the Saints. I think it was a two-year deal. Caught balls out of the backfield. Mark Ingram was there. I was always salty at Mark Ingram because not only did Mark Ingram get the Heisman that I thought CJ should have ranked higher for, and uh, he had... Round one, number nine, top ten pick. Yeah, dude. Solid. Wow. Very solid. CJ. Um, but, uh, and let's see. He, where's he from? Florida. He's from Florida. I born know. Lake Butler, Florida. Very Lake close. Butler. I said Clearwater. It works. It Counts. Happens. All right. It happens. But back anyways, he, uh, he would catch balls out of the backfield, but Mark Ingram was really the starting back. So uh, Mark Ingram took the carries. But, but that playoff game, Drew Brees hit CJ Spiller on that screen route for like 78 yards. First play of overtime eliminated the other team. Don't ask me who the other team was. Solid. I mean, listen, CJ Spiller, solid. Uh, Saints jersey, great. I got cussed out. I got cussed out in Columbia, South Carolina, Clemson, Carolina game. Um, might not have been a Clemson, Carolina game. I might just been in Columbia for a weekend there. But anyways, I was walking around with this black CJ Spiller's jersey. So also, I didn't know much about the Saints at the time. This is a whole fiasco. This jersey, dude. So um, didn't know much about the Saints at the time. I'm a young college student walking around in Columbia, half lit, which, you know, it can be hostile. But um, Rowdy. people walk up to me and just be like, who that? And I was like, what? They're like, who that? And who I was like, what? Who that? And I was like, oh, I'm just a CJ Spiller fan. And they said, fuck <laughs> And then... Uh, Market, maybe? No. <laughs> what? Nothing. Yeah, but uh, anyways, they uh, I got flicked off. And then later in the day... I was walking by myself through the fairgrounds and there was a group of guys behind me and they were like, I could hear them talking and they read my Jersey and they were like, wait, that's CJ Spiller. F this guy. <laughs> and then, um, the worst was the second time that I was sitting down, uh, outside the stadium, Williams Bryce. I was alone. Don't I always end up alone in Columbia. I, I, hate, <laughs> I hate Columbia, but, um, <laughs> Sitting outside the stadium, this family walks up. It's a husband, wife holding like two little kids' hands, and they do the same thing. And I forgot from earlier. They say who dat, and I I forgot. And they say who dat, and I was like, this, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a Saints. Just fan. a Spiller fan. I'm not a Saints fan. 
And they're like, why are you wearing a jersey? And I was like, CJ Spiller. And then I literally got another FU from a family. So mom, dad, and a couple kids, Swift FU to the face. But I'm that guy wearing you're Clemson. In, I'm, you're, I'm, that, I'm wearing Clemson stuff in, in USC. enemy territory. Listen, this is like Met Andy. Darius Rucker that day. Andy told me, actually, here recently, that he was wearing the CJ Spiller. I think he had a Buffalo Spiller jersey or shirt, something of that fire. nature. A white Spiller and, jersey. I don't know if that's the one you have, Andy, but it's fire. And uh, he said that they were talking trash to him about the Bills. He goes, I'm not a Bills fan, man. I'm just a Spiller fan <laughs> it's like nfl though it's very a little, casual nfl is pretty nasty dude nfl's nasty me and andy were talking about that a lot of as far as branding logos jerseys most pro teams have pretty much nailed out will really look good overall um but especially the nfl the nfl really does have a a good good set of team good. brands logos colors the commanders teams. The Commanders, we actually, I, did, I think I commented saying the Commanders was going to be the weakest. Pelicans, weakest in the NBA, man. But when they're that winning, Pel- is it hype? Matter. No, it don't is matter. It Bro, the Pelicans is, is a terrible mascot. It's a terrible color scheme. It's like an off-gold weird color it with is, a red. It is it's a bunch red. of neutral colors. It's very, very mint. It's like navy very blue, mint. No gold, offense to the Pelicans. Y'all red. are making a great run. Obviously, I can't talk crap because of my Hawks. Getting knocked out of the playoffs last night, unfortunately. That's going to be something we're going to talk about. I say we do it in a minute. But, uh, but yeah, you know, no offense to the Pelicans, but you got crappy, crappy logo colors. It's not fun. Get a better scheme. Update it. The Jazz should move back. Go back to the old? I mean, that's not going to happen. Utah Jazz, they were too good with Stockton Malone. See, um, I like, I like you know, throwback. You know what was disappointing for me, just real quick? That Malone's canceled, and don't get to enjoy the mailman as much because Malone's canceled. But uh, number, like, three leading scorer now. So uh, he's right behind Kareem, which was, I think, Michael passed. No, LeBron passed the mailman just now. Yes. So LeBron's in second place going yep. for Kareem. But uh, that means uh, mailman's third. It's more Listen, points than Michael. It's more points than Kobe. Mailman for Daniel is absolutely Stetson Bennett. That's the mailman. His name's the mailman? He's the nickname mailman. Wore the mail hat. To he's all back? His, uh, Stetson? Yeah, he's back. We're going to be fine. Listen. Th- this is upstate update, Upstate right? update. This is, uh, so I'm we can talk Georgia dog. football. Yeah, we can talk a little Georgia, talk football. Georgia football. Listen, people are low down on the dog saying we are not coming back. I'm just going to let you know. Y'all low are down. sleeping. That offense has nothing but weapons. Everybody's, everybody's going to be good. Stetson's going to be balling. That defense is going to be fine. Nolan Smith played, as I said, the G-Day game with the Natty ring on because he... Spring game. Oh. A-Day is out. I did not know y'all called it G-Day. G-Day, baby. Oh, my Um, God. That's the most Georgia thing I've heard the day. It's all... I think all the SEC schools do that. Like, A-Day is for Alabama. But anyways, yeah. You remember when the... Does the SEC do this every year? So the one thing that maybe I'm envious of a Clemson fan versus a South Carolina fan is uh, maybe. Maybe. And Nike's still better. (laughs) Y'all, they have the Under Armour sponsorship, and they've dropped some cool polos and stuff. But do they still do that where, like, every SEC team has the same polo dropped, like, every year? This was a thing a few years back because they they had, like, the static, like, the camo polos, 
they got some cool gear. I feel like they the do. SEC. They drop a lot of stuff, but like, yeah, every it's like every year. I feel like I see the new Georgia shoe that's come out. It's like Clemson drops a shoe. Nine, yeah. I've never ordered and like, it. I've never ordered it. They look cool, but I've never ordered it. But it's like, yeah, there's always. I just the don't new stuff. order like a a Nike running shoe anymore. That's just yeah, not my vibe. You know, I'm not running a lot. And. They're always like 150 bucks. They're expensive, very expensive. Not doing it. Um, and it's also like it's sometimes it's like it's well, very specific <laughs> to what you can wear with. It's it's you're saying red and color. black, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know that's fair. orange and purple. But orange and purple. It's like if you're a Clemson fan, I have what to wear I Clemson. Wear? I'm wearing wear? the Clemson shirt. That's yeah, what's happening. That's it. That or like some orange pants or something, which, which is, is totally fine. Fine, which is sure. fine. Sure. Um, eight minutes it, in. So guys, it's funny thinking. It's funny thinking. That my closet, I would, I adore the colors orange and purple. If I wasn't a Clemson fan, I probably would. They're like fine it. colors. They're fine. The, now the orange. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. It it's used to really, be red on TV. It's really the Tennessee thing. Like, but orange here's the is really gaudy, guys. No, 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 it's no, pretty no, no. gaudy. Tennessee's is like a, I don't know what they call it, but it if if there was a periwinkle orange. Ugh. If there was like a cream puff orange, that's what they have. It's a cream puff color. It's tough, man. I we just, have a tough tiger. And then the orange, to see the Florida orange, they get those orange unis out. I'm like, yeah. I'm just they not- don't know. I think Florida blue tops, white bottoms. That's what I think when I think Florida Gators. Listen, I just think, ugh, I don't like them. I don't like them anyways. <laughs> Atlanta Hawks, man. Unfortunate. I mean, you saw it coming, bro. Well, ah, Zach, we won game three and i really really felt good and then we completely blew game four gentleman sweep gentleman sweep i will say at least we're not swept out like some other notable eastern conference teams but anyways we'll get to that later in the national news but uh yeah man the hawks i felt bad for trey and like he's gonna get roasted he's a he's the star of the team like he's the number one guy so like he's going to get the brunt of the force but like this this entire series is not some like, and it's so frustrating, Zach. I don't know how you feel about Heat fans and and the culture idea of Miami. Um, with you being a Hornets fan, so you're in the East. You know, you, it's annoying. It's annoying. Okay, so it's annoying that they walk around with Struess and Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin. I get they they're dudes that are going off right now, but like they march around with them as if they've discovered some magic thing they do that makes these terrible guys good players. I'm like, no, they're just good players that are actually decent they are just going off right now. Same premise as the Hawks did last year with Gallo, Hunter, uh, not Hunter, Herder, Bogdan, uh, Capella, the exact same roster we have this year, went off last year, just happened to be hitting shots, and we made a run in the Eastern Conference it's literally what happened, and we are going to preach and praise that like every person on the Heat roster is better than every person minus Trey on the Atlanta Hawks. I hate it. It's annoying. I hate that cult, that narrative with the Heat. But, you're not. You're not going to be Giannis. No, we're not. <clears throat> we weren't going to like. I'm saying the Heat. The, oh, the, I'm saying the Heat. I mean, the Heat have a cute. really good defense. It's and cute. It, no, I will man. say you're right. Now, if Butler and Lowry are healthy in these next playoff round series, because like they were out this past game, and so you did have, I dude, the Hawks should have been able to win when you're not when they don't have Butler and Lowry. But if they're healthy, they have a good chance because I think Butler gives you that scoring ability. Lowry gives you that scoring ability. Um, but also that's a. They're great at defense, man. They're fantastic at defense. I will admit it. They're probably the best team at defense. 
Now the Celtics have a pretty good defense, but but yeah, I think in the long run the Heat could could win the NBA Finals, but it comes down to how healthy is Butler. Because if you ain't got Butler, you're not going to go beat Giannis, as you said. You're not going to go beat the Celtics. <clears throat> so, so uh, I mean, it's it's like I think I said this last Bob or I say pod video uh, exclusive content drop, content. but uh, the Heat. I mean, they go like nine, ten deep with names, dude. I mean, it's, they act like it's nobody's for their second half of their roster. It's not. These guys have had minutes for years now, and like, I mean, Struce, Struce is like six foot what, seven or nine, like something yeah. like that. Like, and he's, and he's and he hit threes. He's primarily playing defense on, training. and no one's guarding him. He's getting the third, fourth best defender on the floor at the time. Like, I understand that you're deep, bro, and you have one of the best coaches, supposedly. I mean, obviously the team's good. You got a great organization, but I don't care about the Heat, man. I mean, they're going to lose. I mean, they're just not going to be able to do it in crunch time. Like, they've had their best chances already. Tyler Hero is not going to play any better than he's played in the past in the finals. Like, I'm telling you, it's especially when you're going against the Western Conference team that is making it to the finals. They're going to be great, whoever it is. So, I'm, And I will say, too, it's, obviously it's not something you want to do as a losing team is talk about the refs, but... Dude, that last foul to get DeAndre Hunter, who is having the game of his life in a must-win, 35 points. But you're down 3-1, bro. I mean, it's... And, uh, but he, he gets his sixth foul on a ticky-tack little foul because it's P.J. Tucker laying on the ground, bitching and moaning because he wants his foul and he's going to get it. I hate P.J. Tucker. I hate him so much. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like the flopping. There's like notorious the flopping guys. is so annoying. And there hasn't been any flopping uh, fines. No like flopping call. To. Like, there's literally, if you can call a flop out in the NBA for flopping, like, to stop them from flopping mid-game, like, you can do it. And they didn't do it. Uh, DeAndre Hunter gets literally held by Marcus, uh, Marcus Morris on the sideline. Like, he goes out of bounds. I saw that. He gets held, like, hugged. Technical foul, though, Technical right? foul. They give him shots, but Marcus Morris stays in the game. I'm like, bro, t- throw that man out. He literally just interfered in action of game as a non-participant. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Get out. That's ridiculous. It's just so frustrating to me. Speaking about getting out, oh, what do you think about Clemson? getting DJ out of the starting lineup. That, I mean, listen, I'm not a Clemson fan. I didn't really You're a Georgia fan. Give me a non-biased opinion. Listen, he threw for nine touchdowns and ten interceptions last year. I am just not yards. a believer that DJ was the only reason that offense was a problem. I think your offensive line was a problem. But what happened to quarterbacks in college that are better than I their think, offensive line? I think line? people getting injured was a problem, like Shipley being out. Offense, like receiver-wise, y'all had a lot of young guys trying to do stuff. Like, I think it was just a recipe for failure overall. And we still went, like, 10-2. and two. You still went 10-2. and two. I don't <laughs> think it's a DJ's out now. Like, now if you go, you know, one and one in the first two games, now we're talking a conversation of what's going on because maybe there's an issue with DJ there. But, like, yeah, man, y'all can come out game one. Who y'all got game one? Y'all play. Y'all play oh, don't in, ask me. Y'all play Thursday. I think it's like a. I think it's an easy AC, start. I, I want to feel say, like it's an ACC game. I mean, I don't have up, my phone to open the season, but you know, 
Y'all are probably... Don't put me on blast like that ever again, Daniel. <laughs> y'all, <laughs> please. Y'all, y'all could potentially just drop a 35, 40 burger I want to say it's like Louisville. I want to say it's like Georgia Tech, Louisville. Louisville. Georgia Tech, because it's just... Y'all started Georgia Tech a couple years ago. I think it is Georgia Tech. It's pretty easy three first games, but, I thought. But yeah, so that's my thing is like, if y'all struggle in those first three games or y'all lose one of the first three games and just questions is on the offensive side. Now, if y'all are losing close games because the defense is struggling to get stops because suddenly the defense isn't as experienced or something, that's a little different. But yeah. if it's down to the offense, you're like, yeah, this is DJ issue. Then yes, you, but I don't think after a spring game, Zach, Stetson Bennett had a worse spring game than Carson Beck and for the dogs, but Stetson ain't lose his job. You mean a G day, bro? A G day. Exactly. You mean he had a better G day? <laughs> My G day, man. I missed it. It was unfortunate. It was in Raleigh, but it was a good time. Yeah, man. Raleigh. I'm getting. To, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even know. I'm wrapped up in the NBA. I've, the spring game was like Charlotte was still in the playoffs, so I kind of uh, missed it. But uh, man. I cannot wait. Speaking of Clemson players and defense and losing talent, first round pick supposedly Andrew Booth. Andrew Jr. Booth. They're saying uh, probably mid late first. Yeah, actually, I I feel like I feel like he could go like mid probably is fair because he's probably like the second or third best. He's uh, had some dramatic interceptions. Um, you, obviously you got Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. Oh, he's going to be your number go one higher, yeah. cornerback. Is it crazy? The stat that I think the stat I heard is. In his entire career, or maybe it was just last year, didn't give up more than 13 receiving yards on a play. All right. So, and I was like, Jesus, that's insanity. No touchdowns allowed last year as a cornerback. Just so, but yeah, Andrew Booth definitely going to be a top for a first round pick for sure. Um, I don't know if Clemson has about, any other guys. How do you feel about the word cornerback? So, it's so hard to say and differentiate from quarterback. Yeah. I but, like DB. But, you could call it D. That's a good. That, I like DB, but I don't back, want but that to say specialized to corner. Exactly. Though. So, like, that's the problem. Like, when you say DB, suddenly I'm like, is it a safety? So here's the thing: Do you we like old nickel? school football where there was more backs? Like there was a there was a quarterback, there was a tailback, there was a halfback, there was a fullback. I did a like, running. Back. That, see, I didn't like that because I was so confused at what wing point, back. At what point am I supposed to pull out my halfback versus my running back? Because both of them are running the ball, and I don't well, understand. Well, here's the thing. Here's too much pressure. All halfbacks are running backs, but not all running backs are halfbacks. That's so it's like squares and rectangles. But they're but they're people. Yes. But they're people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> or a position. Either way you want to call it. But but a tailback. A tailback, I'm like, what is that? A tailback's mean? also a running back, but it's not necessarily a halfback. So does a scat back is he wow. his own, is he his own so back or is a he scat his? back? You know, is kind of out to the side. You get him in motion more. So scat back is definitely. But like, I feel like scat back is just like a subcategory of the tailback. The tailback seems like the more elusive of the running back, halfback, fullback, tailback. I think tailback and running back are synonymous. I think they're just words for guys who are in the backfield that run the ball. Halfback is just a guy who's straight behind the line. I mean, obviously a wing back's on the wing over here. Fullback. We know what they do. Fullback hand in the dirt we know behind the quarterback. They could be lined up power high. They can line up, offen- he's they an can line up out the side. In the back and then you, you said scat back. What scat back is really, to me, it's a smaller guy. He's quick. He's running in motion. You're pitching the ball to him. You're trying to get him outside. But a scat back can also be a wide receiver. A wide receiver can be coming to the backfield to play scat back. And you're you're not necessarily going to run your halfback or your tailback at a, 
scat back because he's probably not built for it. He could be like Leonard For Fournette. I mean, Leonard Fournette could probably play scat back, but I'm I mean like give me a big meaty running back. My, like uh, my uh, my my suggestion for example of current scat backs potential. You got a top five list? Not a full top five. That's really, a hard list. I really just got you the number one Who? because he's going to break it down. It's, there's nobody better. Debo? Debo. He's the number one. He's, he's you said scat up, back? Sc scat back, man. Mm. The man's demanding a paycheck as a receiver and a running back. That's a scat back if I've ever heard it. In today's world, is it called a flex? Is flex the modern day scat back? Because they kind of fit that role. It's I that wide receiver. He's a flex, but like. A flex could be like you could flip tight end be a tight end flex, but at the same time, is Debo too big of a main piece to be a scat back, or is he such a good scat back that he's a main piece? I think he's such a good scat back. He's main piece because if you think about so it, so is he a failed wide receiver? When you when you're <laughs> when you're thinking about Debo in the NFL so far, his breakout seasons really I'll came when he was getting he was getting like you know like you said screens. Uh, little pitch plays, uh, shovel passes, stuff like that. When he's getting stuff like that, that's when his his game opened up. And then he became you played you played Carolina. They didn't do this with Debo in college. No, he was, a, he was he was a wide receiver. At the same time, it's Debo Samuel in college. Like he's just gonna like I'm gonna put him out of my ex because he's gonna go burn their best corner, and I'm gonna have a wide open Debo. Like that's just that's the thought process. Run the fade. It, it's literally that simple. Like like. NFL is a little more complex, but like people try to make it college football complex. I'm like, no, nah, dude, it's for the dogs coming this year. We got dudes that are really good at tight end. It's hard to cover tight ends. You know what we should do? Throw the ball to 300 times of the tight ends because it's probably going to work. It's just probably going to work. Like tight end, <laughs> tight end sometimes plays wing back or no. Tight end definitely plays Titans fullback are, sometimes. Tight ends in nowadays NFL or any football in general play everywhere. Like you Usually them, your backup, backup, fullback is a tight end. You'll see tight ends lined up in your X spot. You see tight ends lined up in the in the, in the the slot. You'll see tight ends lined up in a little wing behind the quarterback off to the side of the running back. You, know? you see tight ends everywhere, man, just because they're such a dynamic threat. And the more... The more you cause confusion with your tight end, the more likely they're going to get up open. And like the more likely you're going to have your tight end, who's a massive dude, but also good at running, playing against a middle linebacker who's not good at running and is a big dude, so he's slow. And so, bam, you got it. I used to want to play tight end so bad. Zach, you would have been a great tight end. No. Nope, I would have put, nah, man. I, I do got hands, bro. I would have put you at tight end, and we would have run 10-yard comeback routes with you right there. And you know what? I would look at my quarterback and say, if you don't throw it to him five times a game at least, you're a bench, bud. That's just how it is because mm -hmm. that's going to be – We need to add Dolphins That's sounds. 50 yards. We just got 50 yards. Dude, just hit me over the middle. I'll, over tr the middle, I'll truck tick some safety. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very I'm six foot one. It's I used to be simplistic. tall for a tight end. I used to be – dude. I went make to, it so I went for to some reason. Oh, my bad. I went to jujitsu Monday, dude. And uh, so um, I'm a one stripe white. I need to keep going, get my game up, and hopefully get some promotions here. But uh, there was this uh, white belt with no stripes, and he uh, he's a sheriff. He was six six, three forty five. And the thing is, in jujitsu, if you're a big guy, people like act like it's such a big deal to roll with you. So I just kind of walked up to him, and I was like, hey, man, I got you today. You're gonna be, Let's yeah. do it. If we're going to be a perfect man. I, I was like, I mean, dude, he was big. Big man. And it was, it was cool. I mean, but, uh, dude, it was, 
I was like flipping him over my, I forgot the initial point because, oh, I know what it was. So tall tight ends are <laughs> tight ends. Six, six foot one used to be tall for a tight end. Okay. Yeah. It used to be like, all right, he's really just blocking. Well, we may throw it to him once a game in the end zone. That's it. Exactly. But then nowadays it's, it's like power forward now play football and they're like six foot six, six foot seven. Exactly. And well, everybody's gotten bigger. The linemen are now seven foot and stuff. And yeah. But anyways, pounds. I was uh, going against this guy, Jiu Jitsu. He's six foot six, three forty five, And he swore to me. I was like six, three. I was like, bro, I am six foot and three quarter inch. I, I'm not a full six foot one, but I was like, Hey man, you're a big guy telling me I'm a six foot three. I mean, thanks, but I'm not. That's no. not what it is. I am Listen, short for a tight end nowadays. You're a big guy to me, Zach. I'm a little guy, so it's not, you know, but Zach, we've 25 minutes into the upstate update, and we have not talked about Greenville Triumph because in reality, it really is just trying to fight off the depression, the sadness. That was a, that was a tough one. It was a tough loss, man. We L. lost Charlotte. You know, it's okay. That was slightly expected, but then I don't know if it was hangover, hangover coming off of that. The team didn't really seem tired. They ran well. Like everybody was, you know, it was normal starting lineup, same one we had against Charlotte. So I don't know if people were really tired overall. I think there may have been a little fatigue somewhat, maybe. But overall, I think a major factor Evan Lee out because of a red card against NCFC. Um, and so it's. I don't know if that was the exact issue, but you give up two goals, you don't score, you give up a goal in the first 10 minutes. Uh, and then you can't really get back and equalize it, and they score a second goal towards the end of the first half. That header and was the tough. triumph. Uh, lose again. Uh, bottom of the table right now for the USL League One. Not ideal. You said uh, bottom of the table. Bottom of the table. We are sitting last place. Is table? Is table a word for standings? The standing is table. Is that a soccer word so, for table? I mean, listen. If you're in soccer... If you're in the NHL, wrestling, wrestling, anytime you're doing point systems and you go through a table, it's not, not good. a table, <laughs> not that type of thing, but you got your standings, the table, you go to your table, tells uh, you where oh, you're points. saying table, like a, like a, a graph, a box, a box, a box graph. score, a box score, if you will. But yes, the wow. triumph, one point, three matches, one point, Woo! two home matches. So that's really not ideal. You really got to be getting points off that home match, uh, home matches. Currently, first spot, Richmond Kickers, also tied with Chattanooga Red Wolves, who the Triumph will be hosting Friday night, 7 p.m. You think the uh, Legacy Charger be You know there. any updates on their stadium? It'd be cool to go back up there, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, uh, so me and Andy actually were talking about potentially doing another tri- uh, Chattanooga trip, All potentially a, a trip. Tormenta trip to Statesboro. Tormenta we just lost to. So hopefully, hey man, it's but, about the it's about it's about it's the a, experience. It's a, listen, it's a long season too. We got a lot of time. We'll see what happens. But yeah, Richmond Red Wolves, Chattanooga tied seven seven, both point uh, in points for first and second place. Union at five points. Tormenta with the win gets up to four uh, points. They're gonna be in fourth place. And then Charlotte Independence and then Fuego to round it out five and six. Um, Everybody sort of muddling around with four, three, five points, uh, and then there you know, there's the triumph just dragging along with our one point. We got to start getting some wins. We got to start putting some stuff together. Uh, Jake and Lebovitz, we really need somebody to start finding goals. Uh, but it's a long season. It's gonna be tough. 
it's gonna be a it's tough, gonna be really think, tough. If you keep I, losing games. I think there's gonna be a lot of growing pains with this team, and but it's growing same pains. It's same premise as if you go back to like that first year of the triumph. We were not great the first like half of the season, and then we started getting one nil wins, one one draws. And we just sort of made a run to the playoffs, and that may be what we have to do this year with this team because I think goals may be hard to come by. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Long season. Please triumph. Get that win against the uh, against the against the Red Wolves. We need it. And also, if we can knock the Red Wolves down a peg, that would be cool too. Last year, the Triumph played really well against the Red Wolves most of the time. Tormenta, we did struggle with like every single time we played them. We lost, I think, three times. We won one game on the road, like 1-0. Really struggled with Tormenta last year. So to start out with the loss against Tormenta, it's not too, you know, it really just would have been better if it was 1-0. It feels a little better, but you give up that crap goal in the first 10 minutes. Not an ideal start to the season. But, you know, build the chemistry. We'll see how it goes. We'll see ya. Uh, I think that's it on the Upstate Update. The upstate update. We said it quickly so many times that episode. Pretty yeah, I feel you definitely. That's yeah, I. Because the 20% down payment, which is what you're supposed to do on a, uh, on a new house. On a, on a mortgage. Yeah. So, I mean, you can do 10, you can do 5, they have loans. But really, if you're smart, you should no, yeah, it's down fives and tens, fives and tens is when people are taking advantage of you. Yeah, and then the thing is, that's like fucking thirty-five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see, Zach. My bigger problem with buying a house right now, and this is what makes me hesitant to leave the apartment, is the fact that I'm going to spend fifty thousand dollars and never see that again. Like well, literally, never Real see. Real estate is the only you could sell the house. Real estate is the only. But, the problem is, if the market ever goes back to what it normally is, I will lose money because I paid more money that I will. Unless like I put money into the house and like make more, make it worth more. Like that's just what well, that's people are paying anyway. more money right now and paying less on their more on their interest rates. Well, the thing is, I agree with you completely. Except we were in a part of the country where everything was literally the cheapest. In comparison yeah. to the top, that's true. So really, We're what just happened? Back the out. baseline just came up a little bit because to, you got to think. Twenty five years ago, a a house is like eighty grand with like a quarter acre. That's like our parents' house. Exactly, so. like what I'm sitting in right now, and uh, that house right now is going on the market. Assuming it's updated, passes code two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Our millennial generation's pretty screwed, just in that terms, Being because it's not like wages have gone up equally to the price of these houses that have tripled in my short lifetime. So I'm like approaching like home buying age, and it's literally like, yes, I agree the market may come back down to earth a little bit, but I only think that's in super hyperinflated areas like New York City and like California and maybe some places in Texas. I think those places are rents are stupid high, and they're maybe come back down to earth. But places like us where 80 grand used to buy you a brick house, three and two with a quarter acre, I just don't think 80 grand is going to buy you that anymore. I think houses 
like this are going to be $200,000. I mean, houses are going to be expensive, but what I'm saying is... But it is a major purchase. If at some point it balances back out, there is a potential where you're suddenly paying more on your interest rate. You're paying less money for a house. Yeah, you don't want to be upside down. And I'm not going to be getting that $50,000 back. But you never know, man. But like, I'm with... I mean, I'm with you. Very stressful right now, housing market and deciding what. And to renting's do as a okay. It's renting's not, okay, it, but renting, dude, as a person, who there rents are times an where you need to be a renter. As a person who rents an apartment, it's just like the amount of money you put in is not great. What you're running. getting out. <laughs> we're getting mortgage advice, but I don't know the video's running. Because the screen should be on. Three minutes in. Oh, the video is I was about to say, I felt like it was probably running. Running. 